Hey guys, it's me, Ryland. Uh, Cam and Dylan, they're out of town for Thanksgiving, but I thought I'd just pop into the LifePile headquarters and maybe reminisce, I don't know, about my favorite parts of LifePile so far, um, while cooking a turkey over an open flame. Hey Sharon, could you start a fire for me? I don't think you're supposed to be in here, Ryland. Just, just don't. Worry about it, Sharon. Can you just please start a fire? Okay, starting fire. Thank you. Ah, perfect. Now this is what I call ambiance. Okay, let me just set my turkey right up on here. Okay, perfect. All right. Let's get started with the show. So this is going to be pretty challenging. Give 100%. <laughs> it's important for us to pause for a moment. Okay. Okay, cool. This this train is going. Uh, I guess I say that thing that Cam says now. Uh, this is Life Pile, a lifestyling advice show by lifestyling experts uh, and we got uh, with us a special guest today Ryland hey Ryland oh yeah it's me okay so I thought that uh, one of my favorite things of the show is the cold opens uh, we just had a great one you just heard a really good one uh, because I never know what Dylan's gonna pick to be the cold open so I always get really excited so I thought I would go through and maybe play some of my favorite cold opens so let's take it away are there erotic podcasts could we hmm. start one like could we have erotica podcasts and just describe what we would do to each other the whole time for 60 minutes if we want to make a lot of money then yeah 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 yeah, we can do that. but this isn't a, a cash grab we're doing this for the art but if we were trying to just make lots of money what how would you start that podcast it was a long day of work and i decided to go to the grocery store to buy myself a gallon of ice cream while i was there i was walking through the aisles and i decided hey you know what would go well with this? Maybe some some Cascade vegetable oil. But as I reached up for the bottle, my hand brushed against the ham of a man. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's ham was right there for Ryan to brush up against. He did it. So this is going to be pretty challenging. Did you guys know? I was talking with my girlfriend. She taught me, apparently, people used to take powdered mummy as medicine what? of course cam knew this i didn't know this though like they would actually they so back in the day in ancient egypt they did not just mummify royalty they mummified everybody so there were a ton of mummies all throughout egypt and during like the 1920s you could actually go into a drugstore and buy powdered mummy which Whoa. is just like they found a mummy corpse and pulverized it into dust what was it and, supposed to do for you well they thought it was like good for like immortality because heart bad get good uh. liver bad get good <laughs> penis no work penis work now uh. you got it it cures it it's a cure all baby they used to mummify kitties didn't they 
Oh, yeah. I mean, it pretty much if you could afford it, you're going to move. Why is that sad, Rylan? Don't make a sad face. I'm sorry. I, I'm okay consuming a mummified human person, but a mummified cat? No, that's too sad. People do act like cannibalism is so bad, but like... It is. That's a reason. <laughs> There's a reason. Why? Why? Would you guys eat a gorilla? Would you eat a gorilla? No, that would no. make me too sad. No. <laughs> that would make me really sad, too. <laughs> what is going on? So this is going to be pretty challenging. Y'all know about Six God? Y'all know about Drizzy? Y'all know about young Drake? There's this crazy photo of Drake walking up to his friend, and he's like, Hey! Zoom and enhance, zoom and enhance, zoom and enhance. His beard is just hanging off his face a little bit. It's a fucking no, adhesive, you guys. No, Drizzy Drake's hair. Not. There's no way it looks like that. No. Yes, I will pull up. <laughs> <laughs> is it like a 1920s bus? Like Shock Jock Rylan couldn't be like, oh. <laughs> that's, that's what I was looking for. I was looking for the Vuvuzela. I didn't like that. <laughs> What's that? You remember from the soccer? No. From the football? Oh, I certainly don't remember from the they soccer or the football. They sound a little something like this. <laughs> I want to talk about fake Drake beard gate. Fake Drake beard. Fake Drake and beard and gate. gate. Okay. Yes. Drake beard. I gotta Google this. That would be the best fake rumor to spread about somebody. <laughs> well, they have a fake here's the beard. thing. It's a real rumor. Wait. But this is not Drake. Sure it is. <laughs> that does not, what do you mean, Drake? That does not. That looks like a Drake impersonator. I'm looking at the fake Drake. Yeah. And it's not just a fake beard. It's a fake Drake. Because I have analyzed the dental records. And this guy's got a f- motherfucking set of teeth that does not come with money. Whereas Drake has some obviously motherfucking dentists on retainer. And this guy's never had a retainer in his life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> What about this? All famous people have human teeth under their celebrity teeth, and the celebrity teeth are just a teeth jacket they put on their people teeth. And what if Drake took out his celebrity teeth that morning and he had to just run to Starbucks really quick? And also, he didn't have time to go get his lace front beard sewn in and glued down, so he just got his like really quick going to pick up the newspaper beard and he slapped that on, but he didn't put enough Elmers on the side, and that's where we get. <laughs> so this is going to be pretty challenging that's a little bit the pokemon story right you leave home as what a ripe old nine-year-old and then your <laughs> single mom just stays home and is like i'll mail you money and somehow know where you are all the times and then i'm gonna get remarried and now I've got a new husband. His name is Mr. Mime, and he cleans my whole house. Oh, man. I It never occurred to me, because I knew she got a Mr. Mime, but it never occurred to me until just now that she got the Pokemon with the most finessed, dexterous fingers. Mm. Yeah, she should have got a Lickitung. Oh, a good oh, choice. Well, is that good, though? That's like a big wet bath mat. Lap it up against Hell you. Yeah. It's not actually. Hell yeah. Show me a bath mat that'll lap on me. I'm buying it. If I was Ash's mom, I would have definitely gone the macho crowd. Ooh. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Ma choke. Okay, I will. <laughs> we should do a bachelorette style Pokemon game, and it's just Ash's mom deciding which anthropomorphic Pokemon she dates. I would watch a whole season of all these Pokemon talking to each other in huddled groups about the other Pokemon, and then mom goes on a date with one. There's like a Hitmon yes. Lee going on a helicopter date with Ash's mom. <laughs> So this is going to be pretty challenging. Ah, now, you know, they call those cold opens, but those were fire. <laughs> uh, okay, now on to the next segment. So I know we're all expecting it. You know, let's just get um, this whole thing out of the way. All right, Rylan, take it away. So as... Some of you might be surprised to learn I am a I I am a guy, and as a result, sometimes I like to experiment with myself. That's what guys do. That's what guys do. That's guys what we're doing. On this. this podcast is about guys experimenting with other guys. One big experiment. We're all guys, and we're juggling balls. Oh, oh, oh! It's an epical experiment. White whale. So See. guys, so guys, guys, um, can't. I mean, guys can do stuff with their pee that that girls want to. They wish they could, and it's not. They can, but it's not always as easy. Where is this going? Looping the water bottle. I thought I knew the story. I thought I knew the story. I don't know it at all. So, uh, you know, you're stuck in traffic. You really got to go. Hey, I have this water bottle. Oh, I can pee into this uh, because it's got a big enough mouth on it. Um, (laughs) And and then so then you screw that lid back on and you toss it in the back of the car and you forget about it for a while. And then a couple (laughs) months later, oh, I'm having this romantic getaway with this girl. And (laughs) what? She says, what am I listening to? She's thirsty. And I'm like, oh, yeah. She's not that thirsty. She's not that thirsty, I bet. I'm pretty sure I have a water bottle back here with some water in it. And I grab it and I open it and I'm like, oh, I remember this. And I close it and I just put it back. So it was a a happy ending, guys. (laughs) What? What do you think she thought it was? How'd you explain that one away? I think she thought it was just one of Dylan's organisms. You know, like, oh, he had water in there and it went bad. Nope. I guarantee you that's not what she thought. That's not how water works. (laughs) Also, I just want the listeners to know... Cam and I know about Ryland lore and that this Mm -hmm. isn't an out of the blue story for Ryland. He is renowned for not wanting to use restrooms to deposit his urine. So his bedroom is just made out of plastic water bottles filled with pee. I'm just thinking like, okay, that was one instance. Now Ryland's got another date scheduled where he's got a woman over and he goes, you know, this cheese board and this prosciutto would go great with a Sauvignon Blanc and he reaches into his cabinet and then goes oh, oh, oh. <laughs> well first he has to uncork the bottle Yeah. first he gets out his wine opener he uncorks the bottle he goes to smell the cork hey honey you want to smell the cork? he gets a whiff like oh I remember this vintage let's go out for pizza I also can't wait for in the future humans to return to earth which is long since abandoned and for them to discover the one townhouse that's still left and they're going through all the artifacts of ancient human existence and they're like 
it's so strange. These early hominids, they would just save their piss for no reason in these plastic containers and store it like it was gold underneath their beds. But I guess we'll never know why. I will be celebrated. I will be a treasure trove of scientific research <laughs> when they uncover this collection of urine that they've never seen before. And they're like, oh, my God, I can test this. This usually evaporates. You know, I do still stand by that. And and speaking of people coming to our planet, uh, it reminds me of how Dylan exposed what Paris Hilton is really up to to the Life Pile community. I'm talking about the Paris Hilton. <gasps> but there's a side to this business mogul that we do not know about. Her private life is largely a mystery to the world, and I have scraped together some of the scraps of evidence from the internet that point to a very different Paris than the aggressive, competitive businesswoman we know and love. Exhibit A, this note that I found on reddit.com an important <laughs> news periodical this person says some random things told to me by my stepsister who used to work for paris she has a room in her house full of vintage radios from world war ii aircraft and the like what she restores them when not socializing she spends most of her time locked up in that room doing god knows what to these radios she's trying to make contact with amelia Earhart. There's always a smell of burning coming from the room, and nobody is allowed in. This other comment reads, <laughs> My car broke down on the Autobahn in Germany. Managed to coast by sort of with a burger van and toilets in it. What the hell are you saying? I was in a bad state because I can't speak any German. My phone had no credit, and I didn't have my breakdown details with me, so I had no idea what to do. I unsuccessfully asked the guy in the burger van for help. Okay, so they're not in the burger van. They were in a car, and they stopped by a burger van. He apparently didn't speak English, so rather pathetically, I started to cry. Then this big old American guy appeared and offered me a cup of tea in his motorhome. Apparently, there's a motorhome. It wasn't proper tea, but that's besides the point. In the van was another guy and Paris Hilton. <gasps> I kid you not. She was sweet and made me a sandwich and gave me a hug. Oh then my proceeded gosh. to talk to me for 30 minutes about some old radio bits she'd bought in a show <laughs> and Friedrichshafen, which I don't know if that's how that's pronounced. I didn't understand most of it. She said that when she wasn't working, she liked to drive about Europe, going to radio and air shows as if she put on a hat and nobody ever recognized her. Then they towed me to a garage about 40 kilometers per hour. Scary stuff on the Autobahn. Oh, yeah. And she sat in my car and asked if it was okay before she smoked. Exhibit three. This post on rec.radio.shortwave bulletin board. Was that Paris Hilton at the Hall of Science today inquiring for a ham radio license? They were closed. <gasps> Exhibit D. Paris Hilton <laughs> took a photo with a World War II vet at Atlantic City's Hara's Pool. He hung out with her until 3 a.m. and all the guests were thanking him for his service. Perhaps some in-person interview research, I'm thinking. Maybe, was he a radio man in World War II? You guys, 
What is going on with Paris Hilton? Okay, so sounds like this is a perfect opportunity to show the world our skills as lifestylists and lifestyle experts. And we're going to do some reverse lifestyling, taking the facts we've been given. We're going to deduce just what the hell Paris Hilton is up to. She clearly doesn't need any advice. She's got her lifestyle figured out down pat. And we're just not unlike... Nancy Drew or the Hardy Boys going to reverse engineer, like Cam said. And much like Nancy Drew, I think I've got this crack case. Do you mind if I uh, <laughs> mind if I go first? Take a crack at Paris Hilton. <laughs> All right, I got this crack case. <laughs> oh boy, you guys! Here's the thing: she's running a number station. A what? <gasps> what? Oh, like a one, like the Powerball? Three. So Rylan's eight. familiar. Dylan, Rylan's heard of numbers. I, Dylan, I'm so excited. I didn't know you didn't know about number stations. I, and I'm so excited for you to well, learn about number what's stations. So fun about me is I'm an idiot. <laughs> so there are multiple radio stations, which no one takes credit for, and no one knows who's running them, and they are just a monotone voice reading numbers. One, seven, eight. 53 theories abound why they exist what they're doing there are they a communication system for uh spies in the field to speak with their commanders are they getting orders from these number stations is it an alien device you know putting radio waves through our radio space to control our brains is that what it is is it a ghost inside of a radio who knows i'll tell you what i do know Paris Hilton's deep up in that room, reading numbers and communicating with the Illuminati via her old radio tubes. Shit. I mean, that fully checks out. Yeah, that that does make sense. If you guys want to know more about this, you go to Priyom, P-R-I-Y-O-M dot org. And they keep a very detailed track of all Paris's uh, recordings and her all the numbers she's saying. I think you should be able to find like an, an actual stream of it happening live. Uh, UVB 76 is pretty hot right now. You can hear Paris on there. Um. Okay, so we're playing a number station now. What? What? Ew. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, Paris? I fucking love this. This is disgusting. And there's also times when they like match in weird ways uh, with uh, tragedies that happen. Okay. Yes, that's Paris right there. Communicating with the Illuminati. (laughs) Yes, that's beautiful. Okay. That's hot. Do you think that's hot is like an anagram for like a message she was trying? It's like it activates her sleeper agent. Oh, that's why she said shit. it all the time is because she was actively hot. doing the number station in her reality show. And the exact moment she said that's hot was communicating. Okay, for real though, that's on the books. Everyone says that when you interview Paris Hilton, she's like, yeah, hey, what's up? Uh, is this where we're going to be? Okay, make sure that my lighting is correct. And like, here's how I'm kind of envisioning this shoot going. Okay, let's go ahead and start rolling. Hi. <laughs> 
so I am a big fan of pink this year. And and then she like will cut that. And her friends like make fun of her when she like dips into the voice in her private life. But like the voice is like very much she invented it. And I was reading these articles about how like the way that the Kardashians talk is like a derivative of Paris's. Y'all know that Paris Hilton, Kim Kardashian was her personal assistant, right? What? Like, no. Kim Kardashian learned how to be. Do you guys not? Know it goes that? straight to the top. It, it goes straight to the top. Oh Lord Jesus, what's happening? <laughs> so these are just on local radio stations. It's over like ham radio, so it's not. It's not something you could just tune into with just any radio. You need a special radio for long form communication. Okay, and that's what Paris was into was ham radio. Yeah. You know, Cam, I think that's actually a really great idea that she's working with the Illuminati with these number stations. However, I think it might be a little misguided because um, you ever see a famous movie called uh, Steven Spielberg's (laughs) E.T.? You know what E.T. was so horny for with that rotten finger? Skittles. No, Reese's Pieces. (laughs) Reese's Pieces. Also... E.T. phone home. Oh my god. E.T. wanted to phone home. Paris Hilton's contacting her home planet? Yes! She's a fucking alien and she was sent here to inculcate the most powerful country at the time. I'm sorry, but it's true. USA, USA, woo woo! With an obsession with reality television so that we would lose progress. We would slow down. That way the aliens would have more time to get here and actually destroy us. If it hadn't been for reality television, thanks to Paris Hilton, we would have actually been able to fight off these aliens. But she is their sleeper agent, dude. What about this? I think the reason that room was locked shut is because it's actually her little alien friend who is in there trying to phone home. And Paris doesn't want people to come in and see the alien outside of its drag costume that it uses <laughs> to disguise it. So here's the real deal, Ryland, because I like what you said, but it is a little misguided because Kim Kardashian is E.T. And the whole reason Paris Hilton started a show in the first place was so that she could get it big and hook up Kim Kardashian with a show. So the radio waves will go out to space and the aliens, her family out in space will go like, oh, there's Kim. She's stuck on Earth. Let's go get her. Oh, my God. The butt. The butt. Oh, my God. It's a satellite, guys. It's been in front of us this whole time. Those are two satellite dishes. She's pinging the ETs. I mean, regardless, we know that either Kim Kardashian or Paris Hilton is going to end up bringing about the end of days for our planet. And if Ariana Grande doesn't do something to stop it, that's going to become our reality right quick. Uh, so when are we doing something about Paris? I mean, Tom, DeLong, what are you waiting for? We need charges brought now. But, uh, speaking of something completely unrelated, you know, doing a podcast and not being able to speak clearly, that's sort of life piles thing. (laughs) Here's a segment about that. 
A lot of people think basketball. That's so boring. That's the most boring sport I've ever seen. It's just guys running back and forth with a rubber thing. But you know who does make it exciting? Um, the Harlem Globetrotters. Ding, 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 ding. Um, they know how to make a boring thing exciting with their balls in the air, swirling them on a finger, um, using a trampoline, jumping through, um, and putting it in there. Um, so I think that everybody should be... The Harlem Globetrotters in what they do. Uh, So say you're sitting at your office job right now listening to this. Try spinning that paper on your finger. And um, and then you go and you jump on a trampoline into the printer. Uh, Just make stuff exciting. Be the Harlem Globetrotters of everyday life. That's what I think you should do. Do you think the Harlem Globetrotters can say their own name? (laughs) The Harlem Globetrotters. It's hard. It's hard to say. Harlem Globetrotters. Oh. Globe. Globetrotters. Harlem Trotters. Try it out. All right. Can, can you be the Harlem Globetrotters of speaking, though? And do all kinds of cool tricks with words, like making letters appear that weren't there? He's dribbling his tongue. Or maybe he's just having a seizure? Is that the Hargum Grobnobbers? <laughs> <laughs> They're incredible. The Hargum Lobe Boppers. <laughs> I rubbed the Cargum Lobe Dodders. <laughs> I think that's a good tip right there. You should give it a shot, guys. Be a hard At LifeHile, we've also been lucky to have a couple of really cool guests, uh, such as Sophia Jackal who was an expert on old people. Here's something from Sophia. Sophia, have you ever gotten any life-changing or impactful advice and wisdom from the elderly? I remember one time I was putting Larry to bed (laughs) and I was like doing some weird stuff because we just like make up songs to each other all the time. And I was like saying some nonsense and I was I remember I asked him, I was like, what's your astrological sign? And he like picks up an Aveno and he's like, Aveno. And I was like, that's so funny. And then I was like laughing for a while. And then I was like, oh, like I'm a mess, Larry. And he's like, and he's like now laying down and kind of scratching his head. He's like, you're not a mess. Like, don't let anyone tell you that everyone's a mess. No one knows what they're talking about. You just have to find the people that are going to laugh with what you laugh at. And that's what life is. And I was like, <laughs> Larry also has the funniest poop jokes I've ever heard in my entire life. Oh, now we need them. Okay, sometimes when he farts, he goes, Oh, that's the office calling. Love that. Or he'll say, Is that artillery fire? And then we both panic. And then sometimes when he wipes, he shows me oh. what is on there and he's like, This is my receipt. Oh. And I was like, oh. uh, Anyways, they're so funny. He's just a poop treasure chest. (laughs) And then we had Sarah Adler, the cult expert. And during our discussion of the Disney cult, we discovered a little bit about Dylan. 
I just love the the secret life of Disney characters at Disneyland because there are underground tunnels there. <gasps> so Walt Disney, he hated it when he would see like a cowboy in a future space area. I haven't really been to these places very much, <laughs> but he you can't have the world crossing over. Yeah, yeah, he didn't want to see characters out of place, right. so he put in tunnels so that the characters could go from place to place without being seen. And so they're basically mole people, Ariel <laughs> and Aladdin. <laughs> and what happens when you get a bunch of very physically attractive people and you put them all in tunnels? <gasps> oh, we're talking orgies, oh, okay? Yeah, what? We're ta- sure. <laughs> yeah. No. There have been people that worked at Disneyland and Disney World that have come out and been like, yo, that was the most incestuous workplace <gasps> I have ever been in, ever. It was insane. Not literally incestuous but just everybody is doing each other's partners all the time and why not you know if you could take it from all seven of the dwarves at once why (laughs) wouldn't you why not you're in the happiest place on oh, Earth, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, also, mm-hmm. like, can you imagine, like, oh, I got my break, and then you just, like, go down to the tunnel and, like, you know, fuck, <laughs> fuck Snow White, and then, like, <laughs> then, like make it make it over to, like... It's like a lunch break, like, rather than eating a meal. Yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. Maybe you, maybe, you, maybe you save a sandwich sandwich other, too. You know, I bet it's cool down there. Like, that. that's, like, a funny thing we all say when we see a person who's, like, so attractive they look fake in real life. Like, how do you possibly have like a bones and a face that's in that shape you look like a disney prince or a disney uh-huh. princess and if you're surrounded by those people yeah i guess that makes sense yeah i guess if i looked like mm-hmm. a disney princess and was around a bunch of other i'd be like let's fuck let's do it let's yeah, get exactly down. if i'm if i'm stuck in a tunnel with goofy you know what's happening <laughs> also, okay also i feel like there's a lot of fantasies i mean like how you know who has not had a crush on a, on a disney character i mean teenage simba specifically we only see teenage simba by the way for like that one transition on the log where they're like oh whatever they're singing and they're like eating bugs and that's like the only time we see teenage simba but okay okay everyone's like sexual development in the 90s was pausing and rewinding vhs's to that exact point And our most recent guest has been Blair Britt with his stunning expertise on biology. Here's another user submission. The favorite part of my body is my geographic tongue. It's a mixture of benign migratory glossitis and lesions. Mm, what uh, is special guest yeah. for Blair, do you know what those words mean? Uh, did you say fasciitis? Was that in there? Glossitis. Glossitis. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. So the only word I know anything about in that is probably tongue and then secondarily lesions. (laughs) I think I can imagine what a lesion on a tongue looks like. Even then, though, not super Uh scientifically aware of what the source might be. Also, the fact that they called it a geographic tongue, I feel like has to be a Mm -hmm. misnomer or maybe just like a metaphorical name for something. In my mind, it looks it looks like a map, right? (laughs) Yes, exactly. Maybe it's one of those maps that shows you how tall things are. What do they call those? Topographic. Yeah, Yeah, topographic. Looks like a topographical map. Kim, you should know that. Being from Colorado, I feel like everybody should know what a topographic map looks like. I've been in Chicago too long. Yeah, you forgot. (laughs) everything i'm losing it i can't i can't breathe right in the mountains anymore my red blood cells are all gone i'm losing it boys oh yeah that's real i can't taste gold on the wind anymore i don't know what i'm doing (laughs) 
<laughs> I don't know how well this person's tongue works as a tongue, but it sounds like a pretty good skate park. Nothing brings me back to middle school, like hopping on my skateboard and grinding on some lesions. <laughs> Hell yes. You guys remember that episode of uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Miss Frizzle Bus? And they, uh, and they shrink down and they do all those fucking sweet tricks on the inside of Bill Murray's intestines. Yes. Oh yeah, until that... I got a third reference in there. I was pretty proud of that. Yeah, I'm looking at the Bing image results. Uh, no. Oh, Rylan. Why Bing, buddy? Why Bing? This is a recurring thing with this podcast is they turn safe search off and they search horrible things like sexy bionicles or apparently this. It's the only search engine that works is Bing image search with safe search off. There's a disappointing amount of porn on this uh, image Does that mean search. a lot or a little? <laughs> That's up for you to find out. <laughs> Thanks to all our guests that have been on, and I'm excited for all the cool guests we're going to have in the future. And, you know, I think now it's time to talk about that time that Cam made his mom cry. It's such an interesting turning point in your life. As a child, there's no defined lines between things. Life is chaos. Mm -hmm. And then there's a certain point where you realize that some people have strong feelings about some weird criteria of things that runs through every facet of life, although it seems very vague and hard to describe or understand. And you suddenly need to say... Bro, that's gay to some subset of things, but you don't know what they are. And so you're mostly just guessing like, yo, look at that sunset. Nah, dog, that's gay. That's right. oh, just a sunset. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I got it wrong this time. But right. if I don't say it at the right time, I'm going to be in trouble. Yeah. I remember one Easter, my cousins were visiting. And because it was a special Easter, we don't usually have them over. The parents, I think, just decided instead of just giving them chocolates in their Easter baskets, we'll give everybody like a little toy. And... I got into my basket and I had a DVD copy of The Princess Bride. And I was freaking psyched about it because it's a dope movie and I love it. Yeah. I was the youngest boy in my family and all the other boys, I can't even remember what toys they got in their baskets, but all the stuff they got to me, I decided it was much more masculine. And The Princess Bride has princess in the title and, and bride, bride. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. macho. And so I was mm -hmm. just going, I started going like, what's the deal? How come I got Princess Bride? You trying to say something, bro? What you trying to say, bro? And I kept like doing that. What's the deal, bro? What you trying to say? I got Princess Bride, bro. And I kept doing that until my mom cried. And it mortified me. It's one of the developing periods of my life because I felt so bad because I love the Princess Bride, and I just got all macho and insecure, and I kept going like, oh, so I got the Princess Bride, what you trying to say, bro? And it made my mom cry. And she was watching her sweet good boy just like dissolve in acid in front of her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was a very effective moment in my very young age when I just went, I'm just never going to care about being masculine again because it's a stupid waste of time and it just makes nice people feel sad for doing nice things for you. The other things you like, the Princess Bride is dope. Yeah. And it haunted me for years and years. It was like one of those things like, you know, you can't you lay in bed awake at night and you can't fall asleep because mm. you're just playing that over and over in your mind again. I, I finally brought it up to my mom last year. And? She's like... 
Oh, I don't remember that at all. Oh. <laughs> it's like, yeah. on one side, it's like, and the other side is like, man, I made her cry so much that she can't remember oh, no. individual <laughs> cases. She remembers the other one. Love you, Mama La. See? It's not always fart jokes over here at Life Pile. We deal with real emotions every now and then. Speaking of which, uh, some of my favorite Life Pile moments are when I make Cam really angry. Here's one. Here it comes, people. The moment you've all been waiting for for the big show. It's a game called Go Big or Go Phone Home. Oh. All right, contestants Dylan and Cam, I need you to be paying attention right now because if I have to repeat these rules one more time, uh-uh, I'm going to be whipping it out. <laughs> what? That's not what I... That's okay. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> All right. So the rules of go big or go phone home are pretty simple. I'm going to be giving you some very easy trivia questions. If you get the answer right, you get a point. If you get the answer wrong, you have to do an impression of E.T., the friendly oh terrestrial alien. <laughs> what? What? Kim, did you just say what? Do you need a reminder of who E.T. is? Well, here you go. I'll be right here. <laughs> hey, how about this? <laughs> and they'll come. That was not what I meant. That was not. <laughs> that wasn't it. Here we go. All right. Wait. Let's just hear that one more oh time God. as a reminder. Phone home. <laughs> so if you do get the question wrong, you will have to do an impression of E.T. doing an impression of another character. All right. But there is one more little twist on this. Okay. What? So I know these questions are going to be a little bit hard to comprehend at first. <laughs> so I'll, I'm going to give an example. So it's sort of Jeopardy-like, but not really Jeopardy-like, okay? Um, it's going to be like, so I'll just give an example. All right, here we go. Let's say that the question was, this was a TV show that was popular with children and starred many creations of Jim Henson. I think he created it. I'm not sure. Um, but it had a character named big bird now this the if you want to get points if you want to answer correctly you need to include the word big in your answer so it would be big sesame street baby <laughs> <laughs> that's how we're going big or we're going you, home a way to stay on the theme mm -hmm. yeah uh, but you just also, cram that in there so that you have a reason <laughs> to put this segment in this show <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's called go big or go home not not go big huh you it's gotta add big to go it big go big or go phone home why is et in there one of the smallest aliens hollywood has ever produced <laughs> yeah that's the opposite of big <laughs> just huh? let's just get this over with pretty smart huh miles go big from or that go phone home. <laughs> huh? <laughs> but but there's another nook and cranny in no! it. Okay, it, if you say <laughs> if you say if you say big multiple times, you'll get extra points. So say the answer was Big Sesame Street. If you want to say Big Sesame Big Street, 
Maybe I'll give you another point for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, there's a lot wrong with America's educational system right now, and I know it would be completely remedied if Ryland was just in charge of but it. But that's up to my own discretion. You can't just say big, big, big sesame, big, big, big street. Oh, my okay. God. Does this ever end? <laughs> So if you do, if you're just trying to yank my chain, you might, it might backfire. You might get negative points for that. Okay. All right. First question. It's coming right at you. Hot and steamy. Oh, also first to Zazen gets to answer. Okay. So get ready on your Zazers, boys. This large man is known as the first gay U.S. president. Zuz. Dylan. Big James Big Buchanan. Ooh, oh, double big. And that is correct. I I would have accepted James Big Big Cannon too. <laughs> Alright, that's that's two points for Dylan right at the oh, gate. But yeah, you wait. know what this means, Cam? Uh <sighs> you gotta do an impression of E.T. <sighs> do an impression of E.T. Here, I'll give you a reminder. Don't <laughs> <laughs> right, right, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, yeah. I'll be right here. Be I'll doing. be right here. There's mine. I'll be right here. There's my impersonation. Except, except you have to be ET as Mickey Mouse. All right, take it away, Cam. Big, all market here. Big. Wow, that was that was some real heady stuff. I definitely <laughs> that was Mickey Mouse as I knew him. That was Mickey Mouse and his famous saying, "Big all market." What? Okay, great job. All right, on to question number two. Yeah, gifted to the United States from France, this statue in New York City comes Zuz. welcomes all. <gasps> Cam, wait, you can zuz before the question. I think over? you can. I'm okay polite. with that. I'm okay with that. Oh my god. Early zuzzing is welcome here. Big, Camp. big, 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 big Statue of Liberty. Well, I told you. I warned oh, Ryan, you big, if you big, overdid big, the bigs. Big, big, old, <laughs> no. big, big Statue okay. of Liberty. And he keeps oh, going. Ryan, big, big, big <laughs> Liberty. <laughs> Okay, that puts Cam at negative one, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't need your approval, Dad. He did get the question technically right, so uh, Dylan, you have to do an impression of oh, E.T. Okay. All right. Here, I'll give you a reminder of what he sounds like no. right no. now. E.T. E.T. Sure, that's two different people doing that voice. One says ET and the other says phone home. Okay, that's the kid. <laughs> no, no, I know that part. But it's like ET phone home. Okay, Dylan, you are ET as Christopher Walken. Take it away. Oh my god. All of B right here. That okay, was that was very E.T. I could definitely hear the E.T. Yes, Christopher Walken is E.T. I flipped the script. That was beautiful. Okay, great job. Thanks. On to the next question. Get your zuzzers ready, boys. Written by a single mother, this first book about a young wizard says... Oh, God. Cam got it. Oh, how? What was it, Cam? 
big, 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 hairy, big, 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 good radio, huh? Big, big, big father and the big, 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 big sorcerer's stone. All right, that puts. I'm negative three. Negative three for Cam. <laughs> negative three. And as a consequence, to prevent you from just, you know, playing your own game here and not following my rules. You told me I'd get extra points. <laughs> no, I, I warned you. It was times. up to my discretion, young man. <laughs> and up to you my have discretion. Very bad discretion. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, here, wait. I forgot I should play this. Wrong. God damn it. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> wrong. Is that ET? That's what I'm supposed to play when I hear a wrong answer. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, Cam, you are going to have to do an impression of ET. Wait, I got it right. I don't care. I don't care. He doesn't care. <laughs> You're just making me do the impersonation. <laughs> Oh, god damn it. My god. This is just an audio, audio dungeon chamber at this point. Wrong. <laughs> an impression of E.T. as Oprah Winfrey. Yes. You get a god. <laughs> and you get a god. And you get a god and you get a god can you imagine how much better that show would have been with E.T. and his big glowy finger that would be very good so as you guys heard in that last clip uh, we started liking to use sound effects every now and then in our recordings and um that led to us actually going out in the field and recording actual sounds uh like that one time when we uh went to find out what happened to our intern gabe this audio tape was recovered in a crappy ass handheld recorder in the woods covered in blood we play for you now the mysterious track that remained on its tapes. <laughs> is it on? Is it on? Rylan, stop eating paint chimps off the spooky house, okay? Guys, I think this is it. This is the house. Gabe had a GPS tracker in him, and I tracked it here. Where did you put that tracker? His belly button piercing. You thought that was a piercing? <laughs> no, no, no. That was insurance, baby. <laughs> he complained so much when you pierced him. I love that he just embraced it and decided to wear crop tops to the office every day. <laughs> no, I told him he had to do that. Oh, it was. Okay. Well, after you, miladies. All right, we got some peeling wallpaper. We got some stains on the couch. That's gross. Do you hear that? There's moans. There's wailing. <laughs> Rattling of chains. I think there's cats outside. <laughs> Do you hear that ladder? 
Oh no, an umbrella opening indoors. <laughs> All right, y'all. I got a plan. Yes. I knew we were heading to a spook house. Right. So I brought a little uh, walkie-talkie. Help us find out where Gabe is. A singular. That's right. My, well, no, it's a metaphor. It's my Ouija board. Oh. Oh. That's right, boys. Going to a creep house. Put on your Ouija board. Let's smack this table out on the ground. Everybody grab a handful of planchette. Uh, mm. I, uh, this kind of conflicts with my upbringing. Boo. Boo. Whisper, whisper. You guys, I just heard a spooky sound. <gasps> Dylan, why don't you go into the basement and see if it came from down there? Okay. Ryland, maybe it's inside the furnace. Why don't you jump inside the furnace and see if there's a ghost in there? Oh, good. I need some exfoliation. No, so. okay. That's not what that is. I'm going to stand here and tell ghosts that they don't got shit on me. I'm going to stand here and say, hey, ghosts, I ain't scared of you, ghosts. You can't ghost on me. Ectoplasm, more like have a spasm when I punch you in the face, ghost. Come. Who said that? Come. I recognize that terrible pronunciation. Hello, body boy. You can't call me that. Who is my dirty body boy? I'm not scared of you. I know you're dead. You can't hurt me. And how do you know that? Gabe, we were the only two people there, okay? I chopped you into tiny pieces, Gabe. You missed the belly button. <laughs> what? 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 Do you, what, do you, what does that mean? I missed the belly button. When I had the GPS tracker belly button ring attached, I uploaded my spirit into it. That's not how GPS trackers work. They're essentially two separate clocks. But continue. Cam, you did a bad job covering your tracks. Is it all the hints I dropped about murdering you? What was it? Buddy boy, I am going to turn the furnace on. And you will listen to Ryland burn. Well, I should say no, but I am also tempted to kind of hear what that would sound like. Okay, you know what? It sounds erotic. I'm gonna turn the heat down. I'm already toasty. It's like a sweet 75 in here. I think we're good. Cam, Dylan is in the basement. You know what I am going to do to him? This is a weird- are you taking revenge on me? <laughs> because so far, I'm fine. Your dearest friends will pay. Gabe, I've just had this crazy feeling that you were actually as bad of a ghost as you were an intern. There are three tons of raw human sewage stored in the septic tank under this building. I will release all of it into the basement and drown Dylan in poop. It's kind of juvenile. Why not blood? You are a ghost? Did you ever see the... What's the one we're in the hotel? That'd be Halloween-y. We're trying to do a Halloween episode. Make it blood. Opening septic tanks now. No, make it blood. <laughs> it's just gross. Yeah, that was pretty gross, wasn't it, buddy boy? Man, keep thinking I'm gonna feel regret for murdering you in cold blood, and it keeps not happening. Now it is your turn to pay, Cam. Oh no, are you gonna fart on me? Oh no, he's gonna have some lame revenge. Hello, Cam. Come here, boy. Who, who's there? It's me, your mom. Oh, what a spot-on impersonation. <laughs> What's up, mom? 
Gabe the intern called and he said you've done some bad things now. Now, that's debatable. It's a point of opinion. He sent me a video of you chopping him up. How did he get a video of that? His GPS belly button ring. That's not really how GPS work. It's mostly like two clocks. One in a satellite and one on the GPS. Kim, I want you to look me in the eye and tell me what you did. I reviewed the overhead for the podcast. And I made some employment rearrangements. <gasps> and I chopped Gabe into tiny little pieces. I'm so disappointed in you. Now you'll always be my buddy boy. Ha 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 Spooky, am I right? Now, for the last clip, I think it's probably best if I end it on... What here at Life Pile is probably our favorite clip that we've made so far. Uh, here, it, it speaks for itself. seals. Air is pressurized. Everybody remove your helmets. <laughs> hey. Hey guys. What is it, Private Warner? Oh, are we starting? <laughs> <laughs> you already asked that in the hallway. <laughs> Alright, from the top? From the top? Let's from, do it okay. from the top. Alright, All right. turn around, open the door. <laughs> no. Open it, and let's walk back down the hallway. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Where's that door? <laughs> We're all for the page. door sound. <laughs> no. Right, no, no, let's sound. walk back down oh the hallway. <laughs> Why'd you open the door again? We need to walk down the hallway. Close the door. Oh, I left the door. <laughs> Damn it, Private Warner. Okay. Improv starts in three, two. Wait, well, hold on. We need to walk back up the hallway so we have all the hallway to work with. Let's walk up there. This is the pace we're going to take. We're going to walk back up there this slowly. You, uh, I don't want to walk Why through a gravel hallway. <laughs> It's a zero-G environment most of the time. You really shouldn't be leaving gravel out. <laughs> Let these birds in here. Not all the way back to the terrarium. <laughs> all right. Okay, stop eating. We're about to record private order. Jesus, mother-loving Christ. All right, now let's do a space-themed improv in three, two, one, acting. Captain Johnson. I have gathered the reports, and it looks like shields are at 
Spot Bergasa, that isn't the news I wanted to hear. But it's the news that is news. The Rylands are attacking us from all sides, and they're giving us one last chance to accept a telecom communication before they obliterate us. Would you like to receive it? If there's any chance of us taking control of the situation, we need to make our way out of the terrarium, back to the bridge. <laughs> okay, you and I are going to walk down this gravel hallway. Let's go. Speaking of Spock Bergasa, this gravel motherfucking pathway is a terrible idea on a jet ship space cruiser. I, I thought it'd be quirky. Okay, we got a telecom communication coming in from the Ryland's ship. Hold uh, on, we no. gotta open the door to the bridge and we're gonna take <laughs> okay. a telecommunication. O- open the door, open the door. <laughs> open that door up. Okay, Spock Bergasa, yes. open the comm channel. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, hello. Greetings, Ryland Ship. I demand you hand over the Bragasses or we will fire. Me? Captain Johnson, you cannot hand me over to the Rylands. Please, Captain Johnson. This is Captain Johnson of the USS Starship Life Pile. And you can have my man meat Spock Bragasso when you rip him out of my cold dead space commander in hands. If you will not surrender the Bragasas, you will die. Mute the comm channel, Spock Bragasa. Comm channel muted. You see that nebulous star system behind their ship? Uh-huh. What do you think if we attached a selfie stick to a torpedo and launched it into that nebulous cloud? Do you think the resulting explosion could be enough for us to ride a tidal wave back to Milky Way system? I think it's our only shot. I'm taping the selfie stick now. Prepare to launch it. You gotta keep them busy. Okay. I'm opening the comm channel again, Captain Johnson. Open the comm channel. Hey, Rylands. Hello. You ever seen one of these before? Wow, that's one of the biggest nipples I've ever seen. Yeah, that's right. My god. This is why they call us mammals, baby. Launching the selfie stick. Suck my teeth. Well, that's it. That's the show. Uh, what can I say? I'm, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for what we've done so far, for all you guys listening, and for all the guests that we've had, and, and I'm thankful for what's to come. I'm excited. I'm really excited. What is that noise? What is that? Oh, that's the fire alarm. Oh, no. Oh, gotta get out of here. Okay. Um. Oh, oh this turkey's so hot. Okay, well, see you guys next week. See you later. Sharon, Sharon, we gotta get out of here. Come on, let's go. Carry this trophy for me.